Welcome to the Homeschool Loftcast, a podcast presented by the Homeschool Loft in De Pere, Wisconsin. Our goal at the Loft is to encourage parents who educate their children at home and let them know that they are both called to and empowered for the task of home-based education. At the Loft itself, we offer one-on-one consultations, book clubs and discussion groups, workshops and seminars, and a curriculum viewing library. Through the Loftcast, we extend our reach to encourage and bless homeschooling parents everywhere. And today we are so pleased to welcome well-known homeschool dad and advocate Todd Wilson to the show. Todd and his wife, Debbie, have been married for 28 years. They have eight children and have been homeschooling since their oldest reached school age. Todd is a frequent speaker at homeschool conventions, and he's the author of several books, including Help, I Married to a Homeschooling Mom, Lies Homeschooling Moms Believe, and multiple volumes of the official book of homeschooling cartoons. He first became known in homeschool circles as the family man, and now there's another branch of his ministry, The Smiling Homeschooler. And we will provide links for both of those in our episode notes. Welcome, Todd. Hey, it's good being with you. Thank you so much for joining us from warm and sunny Indiana, right? (laughs) It it was sunny here today, and it did feel like spring was in the air. Yeah. (laughs) That's why we're not wearing coats over here in Wisconsin. The sun was shining, Todd. (laughs) That's right. I have my coat on. I always have my coat on. So makes them look younger (laughs) until summer. Todd, there is so much we can talk about, but let's start with a brief summary of your family, your kids' current ages, and for the graduates, a little about their young adult lives. And of course, tell us about your amazing wife. Well, I will say right off the bat, I have no idea how old my kids are. Um, You know, I have vague ideas. Um, uh, It feels like we're celebrating birthdays every other day here at the Wilson house right now. But we have eight children. They range in age from uh, almost 29 down to 14, just turned 14. Um, Of the eight, four are married. Uh, My oldest uh, lives right next door. He has uh, four, three children, and um, and then I have another son who lives about twenty miles away. They just had their first child. I have a uh, a daughter who just had their first child, and she was uh, five and a half weeks premature. So they're kind of going through everything was good, everything, but she's a tiny little peanut, and she's 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 putting on the pounds now, and she's. Hey. A, Uh, six and a half i think so she is she is just a chunk now uh i mean my my second son who just had their first their son's leg is bigger than my my daughter's kid um and then i have another son who lives across the street um who's married to my oldest son's wife's sister so uh that makes him my cousin uh so uh and uh then we have four who are still at home just had a daughter who turned 18 yesterday and uh a son who's just about ready to turn 21 on sunday and then again a 16 and a 14 year old or almost 16 and a 14 year old and god is good to this dad and his wife my wife and i have been married you said 28 years that must be an old bio because we're we're just about on 32 years oh Um, yeah you need to update your website there i know my (laughs) wife and i which i never will i am going to be one of those those (laughs) authors who are like you know he's like 85 (laughs) and he has a picture when he's 30 
uh, on his website. <laughs> he just got tired of taking down his Christmas lights and changing his web page. So go, that's, that's, that's me. <laughs> um, so uh, my wife and I just feel overwhelmed again by God's goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been homeschooling from the beginning of our journey mm-hmm. and uh, we love doing it. We believe in homeschooling. We believe in family and uh, we are enjoying the fruit of having done it all these years. And, and really, um, I can remember I was talking to a mom who had been, who her children were older. They were 30 years old and she had, she had homeschooled two boys and, uh, we were, she was in St. Louis and we were having pizza, getting ready for a meeting. And she said a comment that it really is one that I've repeated so many times, but she said, you know, I've made a lot of mistakes in my parenting, things that I wish I could do, do over. Choosing to home educate my children was not one of those mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I would echo that. You know, we've made lots of mistakes, things we would do differently. Um, but homeschooling is not one of those mistakes. Um, and for a parent to say that, that's a pretty bold statement. Um, but I would scream it from the mountaintops. Um, I wish... You know, I wish everybody would homeschool, not because it makes for better kids or because I just because you get to have your kids home, you get to be with them, you get to see them grow up, you get to wring the the time out of parenting because it passes just like that and it's over. But as you homeschool, it still goes by like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But you you've spent your days on something that really, really matters. Absolutely. Um, Jenny and I know that. Yep. Jenny and I know that because my daughters are almost 20 and almost 21. They're 11 Mm. and a half months apart. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then Jenny's kids are almost 21 and just turned 19. So we just all finished and it just seemed like it went in the blink of an eye. But if we hadn't homeschooled, where would the time have gone? Right. I mean, yeah. 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 So, so you started homeschooling from the very beginning. How did you catch the vision for that? And why did you decide to be homeschoolers as opposed to some other? You know, I don't know about the vision uh, at first, you know, cause I've noticed that a lot of people, they don't have, they don't have tons of vision when they start. <laughs> they just, they kind of, they're just there. Mm-hmm. And some of them, some of them do, you know, some of you moms, you research it and you pray <laughs> about it. And, but a lot of moms, you know, they finally, they find themselves there. And after a little while, then they have this vision. And that was kind of us. Uh, you know, I, I plan, I went to public school. My wife went to a Christian school. So we kind of had the school grid motto in our heads and mm-hmm. uh, model in our heads. And I don't know what the motto would be for school. grid. Yeah. I just went model. with it. It sounded, yeah. it made sense to me. <laughs> and we had the model in our heads and, um, uh, in fact, I wanted to win. I, we lived in a little town in Indiana, brick streets out front and um, quaint little town. And I, I really, in my head, I thought I will win my community to Christ. That's my plan. I'm going to use my kids to do it. And then when those little kids started hanging around my house, even before I had kids, you know, we would have little uh, birthday parties for Jesus. And and then those kids started saying things that would make a sailor blush, you know, in their, in their innocence. And, you know, I mean, just their home lives were, they were being, their parents were being arrested and they were staying with people. And I thought there is no way I'm putting my kids in with their kids. Um, Not because they're bad kids, but I thought all my training will be worth nothing. Mm. And my kids will lose their saltiness 
you know, and the Bible says, and they're good for nothing except to be mm-hmm. thrown out and trod upon. Yeah. Um, so that kind of got us there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, as we kind of went along that path, it became the vision grew stronger. Mm-hmm. That's good. What are some of the changes that you, you and your wife have seen in the homeschooling landscape? Well, you know, when we first started out, it was a different landscape. There was no internet. There was no online resources. There was no such thing as a podcast. Um, (laughs) We would all, uh, you know, go with our friends and we would go to, I'm from Indiana. We went to the Indiana State Homeschool Convention, downtown Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. And we would be surrounded by four or 5,000 other homeschoolers Mm. and you know, there was kind of this sense, you know, the schools may not have been great, but they're not as bad as they are now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we weren't sure about that. They were not teaching some of the wickedness that is there now, mm-hmm. um, but it was on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, the, a lot of the parents who did it, you know, there was a lot of conviction. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, maybe they didn't start out that way, but they, they added it quickly. Um, and now it is different. You know, there's a lot of, you know, this podcast going on and uh, the homeschool conventions are trying to figure out how they fit into all this. Mm -hmm. I still think there's a huge, huge need for these connections. Mm -hmm. Um, But that has changed. I know that my wife was in a homeschool co-op, not the one she's in now. I'm just saying that. So the ones who are listening don't think I'm talking about them. Uh, <laughs> so I probably just made that up anyway, about not their home, this homeschool. Um, but, you know, the moms had no, they really didn't homeschool for any reason that she had. It was all kind of like they didn't have money to send their kids to private school. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, this just kind of worked out the way it is now. And so that's kind of, changed Mm -hmm. um there are a lot of things that have not changed Mm -hmm. you know there's their moms still feel inadequate um i think they always have they always will um they're doing an amazing job but there's that feeling that they are and and i continue to see that um but but you know some of those things have changed there's a lot of pressure a lot more pressure on homeschoolers now it used to be the pressure came from the world you know they kind of looked at us and like they didn't say it but basically they were saying prove it you know, prove that <laughs> yeah. you can do it. Yeah. And, and what about socialization, right? Exactly. They don't ask that anymore. No. In fact, they already know. We don't even have to worry about the world anymore. I mean, when someone says socialization, I'm like, whatever, just go away. <laughs> right. you know? And I don't even dignify them with an answer. Um, <laughs> because the homeschool, the rest of the world knows homeschooling works. Yeah. Uh, two years ago, a year and a half ago, the whole world decided that was homeschooling is great. Um, <laughs> But I think there now there's a ton of pressure coming from ourselves. Mm. You know, there's just a lot of homeschoolers out there saying, you mean you're not doing Latin roots? Why aren't you doing Latin it's roots? So you know? true. And, 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 you know, there's just a ton of pressure in the early days. They didn't care if your kids could yep. read, you know, I mean, <laughs> Ever they since were Etsy more started. That's, that's right. Too. They right? were more concerned. Yes. Yes. And they were right. more concerned back in the old days, whether you had, an organic garden, you know, (laughs) and, and now it's all about the academics has really, um, put a lot of pressure on us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I've talked to people who started they're they're even further along into it than you are. And, um, 
so they started when basically there were two curriculum companies that would sell to homeschoolers. Maybe you had four when you started. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, now right. there's so many options. I think that's where some of the pressure comes from. Right. I yeah, mean, it's like right. there are literally 5,000 different options and, right, right, right. and how do you even choose? So, um, okay. So we're going to, we're going to shift gears a little bit. One of the things you say, as I was looking at your websites on the smiling homeschooler, um, you say home is the best place for your children Parents are the best teachers of their children. Every child is a masterpiece and relationship is the most important part of homeschooling. Can you expand on that? Especially, I think, in light of talking about all this pressure, because we, we you right. know, the, the academics, we feel it. But that's not what you think is the most important. Well, I will say that you can hear this in depth. You can go to our website. And if you go to our online resources at the smiling mm-hmm. you can download a free audio version of this big talk. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and, and I mentioned these four things and really these are the things that, and I've talked about them for many years, mm-hmm. but as I talk about them, the more I'm convinced that these are the things that we really, really believe about homeschooling. You know, in the old days, we, we didn't hit, like we were talking, we didn't have any how to's, but we knew the why to's. Now we have lots of how to's and I think Mm. we've forgotten the why to's. And I think that's why we're not smiling. Homeschooling was, it should be a smiling thing for our children. And And you all thought you were going to smile when you started this thing, you know, (laughs) and then somewhere along the way, you've, you've, you've lost that. And so I, again, I, I just looking at those four things. These are the things that we really, you know, these are the things we put in the sand and, mm-hmm. and say, these are the things we believe And that first one, you know, home's the best place for your kids. I truly, truly believe that. And we always thought that in the past, but we lost that along the way. And parents started saying, no, it's okay. You know, home's an okay place to go to bed. It's okay place to have a birthday party, but it's not a good place to, to be educated. And of mm-hmm. course that is wrong. Yeah. Home is the best place to be educated. Mm-hmm. You know, in fact, we learn everything we're going to use later in our homes. We're learning now in our homes. And I know there are, there are moms listening who are single, single parent moms and everybody around you is pushing you into putting your kids in school. They're saying, Oh, you know, you need time for yourself. You need to, I'm telling you, if you want to homeschool your kids, I would cling to the fact that home is the best place for your kids. Uh, You might have a child who has special needs and people are saying, why don't you put your other kids in school so you can take care of these? Because you're not going to meet all these other needs. Again, home is the best place for your kids. And I would cling to that. I think that, that we give our kids a head start by, Mm -hmm. by, by educating them at home Mm -hmm. Um, because it's just a great place to be, Mm -hmm. you know, our kids don't get labels. They're just our kids. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, they don't have to deal with all that crud. And, and really along with that, you know, that, that we used to say, if you would have asked somebody a long time ago, how often does school take place or learning take place? They would, everybody would have said every day of the year, you know, but now we think it's only 180 days of the year. And that's not true. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you it's know, only between really, eight and three oh, yeah. instead of all. Exactly. Day long, right? Right. It, my wife will say to me sometimes, she'll mm-hmm. say, I just feel like our kids didn't learn anything today. And I'll <laughs> yeah. say, honey, they learned more after you closed the books that's than right. they did the rest that's of the so day. That's true. Yeah. And I believe that. So that's the first one. Home's the best place for kids. Yeah. Um, parents are the best teachers of their children. I didn't say the best teachers in the world. There are a lot of good teachers out there, you know, but I believe there's no one better to teach your children than you. Mm-hmm. In fact, I say this truth all the time, but every single time I say it, I get a chill down my spine and it's this God gave your children exactly the mother they needed. 
Yeah. And that's a powerful thing because the truth is I'm not, a, I've not met a mom yet who thinks she's doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course that's a lie. And that's, I wrote a whole book on that and lies homeschooling moms believe, yep. but you know, uh, moms I, for some reason don't believe that they yeah. think, yeah, but you don't know me, Todd, you know, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not very good at math facts or, yeah. you know, or I take all fun out of life. You know, my kids are in tears <laughs> every day by nine 30. I don't have uh, any patience, right? I don't have any patience. Yeah. I don't, you know, how can that be good for my kids? Yeah. I know this that you with those qualities are perfect for your children. And so the third one is then we believe that every child's a masterpiece. Mm -hmm. And again, we, I think we always used to think that, but somewhere along the way, you know, people started saying, well, you got to have some standards and you got to measure your kids according to the standards. And Mm -hmm. if they do well, we'll give them a good letter grade. And if we don't, we'll give them a bad letter grade. And you know, the truth is those letter grades don't mean anything. Right. Because That's if you were going to get, because if you were going to give a masterpiece, a piece made by the master, a letter grade, what would you give them? You'd give them an A, you know, and it just feels odd to me that we say, oh, this kid came into the world good in math. So we're going to give him an A for being good at math. And this kid who's not very good at math, we're going to give him anything less because the truth is your kids are not good at everything, you know, but they are what God created them to be Mm -hmm. and and they're masterpieces, you know, Uh, and even that child, that you worry about so much, you know, they're a masterpiece. They're going to become exactly what God created them to be. Not because of you, but sometimes even in spite of you, you know, and that takes all the pressure off of us. And then I can smile. I don't have to worry about, well, what if I don't cover this? Or what if we do, I do an inadequate job at this because it's not about, it's not about me. You know, I'm going to do my best. God, if God wanted my kids to have perfect parents, he would have given them perfect parents, <laughs> but he didn't. So that must be best. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I can just enjoy it. And that, and that takes me to the last one where I, I, I've said that, you know, we believe that relationship matters more than anything else. Mm-hmm. This is where I think we get hung up. You know, uh, we get hung up and we think that, oh, no, no, what I'm working on, that's really what matters. I mean, Mm -hmm. I know I know the pressure, Um, you know, every once in a while, my wife will say, hey, Todd, I got to do the bookkeeping today. Can you do school? Now, I don't do a very good job, but I'm really fast. And so um, (laughs) So kids love it, right? (laughs) We get a lot done real quick. (laughs) No, they really hate it because they go, mom doesn't make us do all the problems. I'm like, well, (laughs) I'm making you do all the problems, you know. And, uh, but I remember I was working with one of my children and I had not been working for 15 minutes. I mean, not an hour, not two hours, not, but 15 minutes when out of my mouth came, what are you dumb? <laughs> you know, and I backpedaled real quick, you know, like, Oh, yeah. I didn't mean to, I'm sorry. Yeah. But you know what my child heard come out of my mouth? What are you dumb? And yeah. we say a lot worse than that sometimes, mm, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? And the reason I said that is because I forgot I thought what mattered was the curriculum I was doing with my child. Mm -hmm. What really mattered was my child. That's right. I just so happened to be doing some curriculum with. Mm. And I'll tell you, that just makes everything so much clearer. If we can just kind of relax and plug away at some of those things and enjoy the time we have with our children, because Mm -hmm. that goes by so, so quickly. 
Yeah. I remember, I remember one time I was in Florida, I was speaking at this church. I walk in and nobody seemed to know who I was, <laughs> why I was there. And so I'm talking to this mom and she goes, yeah, she goes, I homeschooled my daughter till she was 13. And I was about ready to say, well, what's, you know, did you have a change then? Yeah. And she said, oh, she died of a brain tumor. Oh. And, you know, for the next little while, as she cried, mm. she didn't talk about math. She didn't talk mm. about, you know, periodic tables. She didn't mention those. Yeah. Uh, sense diagramming never Nothing. even was mentioned. Yeah. She just talked about how much she loved being with her mm. daughter. And really, that's the part I want to get right. And that's why I do what I do. If it was all about academics, honestly, I wouldn't. I could care less. You know, I don't care if your kids are good or bad, if they can read or not read. You know, yeah. The truth is they're going to get it. They just okay. are. I don't yeah. know why we're so stressed uh, out about that. Yeah. But I only do this to remind moms and their and dads of what really, really matters. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I wrote a book uh, later uh, and we just came out with it during the pandemic, actually. Mm -hmm. It's just a little tiny read. It's called How to Choose a Relationship When There's So Much to Do. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it's kind of based on those two homeschoolers, Mary and Martha. And, <laughs> and, you know, the sad part of that is that Martha missed Jesus yeah. while he was in her house. Yeah. To me, it wouldn't it be sad if we had our kids for 12 plus years and we missed mm. them because we were so busy mm -hmm. doing our thing, mm. you know, we were so busy doing homeschooling oh, yeah. that we forgot the relationship yeah. part. So I can tell you just to chime in right there. I was the mom, you guys of, so there's Noah. I mean, and so Todd, you met Noah. Everybody's heard me talk about Noah started the this Viking podcast, boy. the Vikings kid. <laughs> and you guys, I was the mom. Like um, Noah's off in his bedroom talking to the Oxford University Smarties, the professors. And he had choice. That wasn't your assignment. Oh, yeah. Right. He no just I, did it. No idea. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over in the other room, but I'm smacking the down the whip saying, no, did you do chapter five of, I think it was like not grass. Did you do chapter five? Yeah. Hey, nothing against that grass. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. And no, it's like, mom. Yeah. Well, no, I, I didn't finish it. Why? Why did you not? And then he, he was invited on his podcast. He was invited on this unschooling podcast. And I, and he told us about that. And I said, Noah, we are not unschoolers. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know who we are? We're the classical schoolers. That's who we are. <laughs> you guys, I was that mom, but what happened? We just let it go. We knew right then and there we're done. Mm -hmm. We are all done. You take it, bud. And that's it. But it is. It's, uh, I don't that's even a hard to... thing to do. I don't know why. I mean, I, I made a post on my Facebook page just uh, on Friday. And I said something about like weekends are for fun and goofing off and getting stuff done and relaxing, not for homeschooling. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you how many moms wrote and said, <laughs> well, you know, that's the freedom that we have as homeschoolers. We can do it on the weekends. And I'm like, you know, why are you shaming us? And I'm like, I wanted to say you should be ashamed oh for gosh, homeschooling on the weekends. You know, they, you may talk yourself into it, but it should not be done. No, and, and you probably and got it off somebody's blog or something, right? No, I made right. it up myself. But oh my gosh, you guys, here's the thing. Todd, we're done asking you questions. You just tell us. Tell us how it is. Speak it. This is the no, reality, right? No, you're right. But that's and that's why I think podcasts are really valuable. Yeah. Because I think it's a for moms, you continually veer 
the wrong direction, you know, because you start, you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe that. Yep. And then, you know, and then you start out and then you feel that pull again. I call it kind of like this homeschool vertigo, you know, and it, and it's, you know, and vertigo is just that fog that you go through and vertigo. Apparently they can't tell uh, a pilot can't, they don't know if they're upside down or not and they could Mm -hmm. crash into the ground thinking they're going up. Yeah. I think moms are like right on target and then they feel that they get in that fog yeah. and they, and they just lose all sense. And someone says to them, well, you got to do sense diagramming. I mean, if you don't do sense yeah. diagramming, they're not going to understand, you know, vocabulary. And to me, I'm thinking, why would anybody do sentence yeah. diagram? It's <laughs> hey, a stupid amen, thing, <laughs> yeah. you know, Let me ta- and it doesn't even take somebody to say anything. It takes um, two moms to be at the park. All right. My mom is observing somebody's <laughs> child. And yeah. right away it starts. And mm-hmm. what are they thinking? My child is not that smart. My yeah. child's dumb is what they're thinking. <laughs> no, they're yeah. not thinking that. But sometimes they are thinking that. They, they are, are thinking, thinking that. They're not kidding around. Okay. You know, you think your kids are dumb sometimes, and we've all been there. Oh, every yeah. mom feels that way. I mean, I've seen those moms. I had a, a daughter came up to me and this mom is in tears. She's a, an older mom. I mean, her kids are, I was at this camp and her kids were up front and they were, and they weren't kids. They were, you know, 23, 24. And they were up there and they were leading this whole huge camp. And she goes, my kids think I did a terrible job. And I'm like, why did you, why? And they said, cause we didn't cover enough math. And I said, well, did they, what did they do? And they said, she went, they went to college. And then this daughter shows up, who's the one. And she said, I said, well, what are you, why, why did you think you didn't do a good, well, my mom didn't cover enough math. I said, well, how'd you do in college? Cause I was a valedictorian. I'm like, <laughs> You're an idiot. You should fall down at your parents' feet and, you know, pay penance right now. How do you think you got became a valedictorian? Because your mother sacrificed her life to do all these things. You That's know? exactly it. And I Say just it again think, for the people in the back. Because here's the idiots. thing, guys. Moms, moms who are listening, see, this is what Todd's talking about. We're getting it. We're here, right? We're hearing it. We're in that little place right now, but it's going to take one trip to the park with your friends. Okay, that's one all. One trip. To the park yeah. with your we're friends. We're like the Israelites walking around in the wilderness, it's right? You know, one day top. we're worshiping and then the next day we're like, where's the golden calf? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. it's it's exactly like that. It's yeah. like one minute you're like, oh, we are doing way too much. Okay. And I'll tell you what, if you could get your husband to be your to be your sounding board, um, yes. I think that would help. You know, because a lot of husbands are a lot of us husbands are scared of you mothers. Um, you know, we're scared of our own wife, you know, that we're like, truth. because okay. you'll say on that, Todd, <laughs> you, because you, you'll say things to us like, Oh, I really think I need to do that. You know, if I don't do all the classic, whatever these, these, you know, they don't yeah. want to read and these things. And, and I don't know what to do. What do you think I should do? And mm-hmm. the husbands are scared to say, well, that doesn't even sound like you need to do it. Yeah. You yeah. know? <laughs> and so they go, Oh, that's not, that makes sense to me, honey. Um, <laughs> But I think we need our husbands to be on board too. So they can say it doesn't matter. I know my wife came to me and she said, you know, uh, early on, she's like, I don't want, I don't like dinosaurs. She goes, I don't want to teach dinosaurs. And I'm like, I don't care. Don't teach dinosaurs. She goes, well, Ken Ham said said to walk away from the faith that they don't know about dinosaurs. And I'm like, honey, you don't know anything about dinosaurs and you're, you love God. I'm like, don't teach about dinosaurs. But she needed me. Yeah. To come to, uh, to yes. be your knight in shining armor and say, 
No, the kids are no. going to be great without dinosaurs. They're going to be They're going to love Jesus. In fact, you don't need to teach them dinosaurs. Yeah. I don't want you to teach them yeah, about dinosaurs. Not a dinosaur in the house. And not only that, but how about dads? When we come to you begging, begging for that next curriculum saying, babe, guess what? I know she's going to, this is the one. It's just, we need the, this is the one. That chemistry, guess what? If you just hand over the debit card, we are success, okay? And then they're like, well, it's whatever you think, if you think so. That's yeah. generally the husband's attitude. That is, so, that if is. If you think so, honey. But oh, you know, know, there's a reason. There's a reason why we husbands say that, you know, and yeah. really that reason is because we know that whatever we say, you're going to just do whatever you want to do anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. so exactly we kind true. of, we kind of pull out. And again, another, this is great. This is set up for all the books that I sell. This is it. Um, Good. So, and we're going to link your website. So go and buy Todd's So books. check out uh, mom's book, how to be a great wife, even though you homeschool. Um, <laughs> because, you know, there is this kind of look like dilemma, um, you know, that, that sometimes husbands, they not that they don't know how to be involved. A lot of them don't. And that's why I wrote the book, help I married homeschooling mom. But there are a lot of moms who don't allow their husbands mm. to voice their opinion, you know, or when we do, you go, yeah, I'm not going to do that. And so then in our heads, we husbands think, so what's the point? Why do you ask me? Yeah. Um, and really, you need us. You need us to be mm. strength for you sometimes when you feel weak, you know, because, again, not that you are weak, but you have these weak moments because homeschooling yeah. does that. Parenting does that. Oh, yeah. And you get to a place where, you, you know, you're just not sure. And again, everybody's Correct. saying this and you're not smiling anymore. Nobody's smiling anymore. You know, and yeah. uh, uh, for a husband to be able to say, you know, honey. I think it's time to take a break. I can't take a break. You know, we got to finish this. If we don't get all these days and then they go, yeah. yeah, we've already counted all those days. You know, you do 365 yeah. days out of the year. So we're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though you're not supposed to yeah. homeschool on the weekend, we can count those days hey, too. We, That's we right. tell our moms, we tell our moms here at the homeschool left continually, you need to get out of the house always yeah. because guess what? Moms are irrational. Just complete. And you don't even know you're rational until you actually get in the, the minivan right, right. and you're there in the minivan. And all of a sudden you look back and you think, why, why did I pack the kids up and drive them past the school system? Why did I do that? Okay. You know why? Yeah. Cause you're irrational. That's why. Yeah. yeah. That's why you, that's right. You ripped it up. And that's why you hung the, um, you guys, here's a confession. I'm just, you want to talk about irrational parenting? Here's, Let's hear it. Okay. Cause just like this, <laughs> I actually use, you know, that little DPI form. There oh, was a, moment. we have to file a form in Wisconsin. Yeah. Todd, oh, yeah. So. Yep. yeah. Well, there was a moment I, I put the may, I put that thing right on the refrigerator with the <laughs> magnet. And I said, you see that? You know what? It's not me making the rules. You guys <laughs> we're every time, you know what? We're not eating right now. Okay. But every time you do go to the fridge, you're going to look at that. You're going to know we're going to stick to the business. This is what we're doing. I'm not making the rules. Okay. I did that. You guys. It's and then, you know what your kids say, mom, can we watch your video? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they don't care. You they know, don't psycho care. mommy now. You need to go away, mom. That's a watch a video. Okay. <laughs> I would right. be just waiting for Joel to walk in the door with my purse right on my shoulder. Like babe, I, babe, I'm irrational. Todd, I want to circle back to dads because okay. obviously we had this huge increase in homeschooling the last two years because you know everybody 
decided homeschooling was wonderful. And it is, we know that. Um, but there's a lot of dads that we talk to, and I'm sure you have talked to that are reluctant. Like maybe they have no children yet, or they have toddlers or preschoolers. And the wife is saying, I think I want to homeschool. And the dads are nervous. What can mm -hmm. you say to those dads? Well, I, I won't say anything to the dads because they're not <laughs> listening. Uh, <laughs> but I will say to the moms. <laughs> I mean, okay, if, you <laughs> if you drag us over to the to listen to this, they'll go. Ah, yeah, that's true. But when they so, hear it's you, Todd, they'll come. They, they won't care. They won't care. <laughs> they're they not going to care. <laughs> but here's what I would do, mom. Because again, moms. You know, for you, you do all this thinking coming into it. Even if you don't have a vision, you still research it. You've looked into it. And then you've come to this conclusion that is the best thing ever. And then you begin. And then your hut, you, you mentioned to your husband and he is like a deer caught in the headlights. He just, he doesn't think about it. He hasn't thought about it. He probably won't think about it. Um, so I think you need to be gentle because um, I know that there are some husbands who will say, I don't want you to homeschool. Mm -hmm. And now the wife, she can feel the air being sucked from the room. She can feel the Holy Spirit descend upon her. Mm -hmm. And she feels like she's sta standing in the, I don't know, Roman, Roman, whatever the marketplace, screaming <laughs> at the top of her lungs, I will die before I put my kids in the, in the public school system. And then what ha happens is that your husband digs his heels in. Yeah, he may uh, he may say, fine, that's fine. You want to do it? Go. But he won't like you very much for it. Mm. Um, you know what I would say to a husband, say if he's reluctant, I'd say, hey, honey, you know, can we just try it? Mm. You know, um, I can't. They're, you know, they're only in kindergarten or they're only in third grade. If it doesn't work out. You know, if you want to put them in school, yes, it will break my heart. And <laughs> but but I will do it anyway, if that's what you want. And then all of a sudden your husband goes, wow, well, I guess if it means that much to you. Yeah, let's try it. Mm -hmm. And I, I will guarantee he will see the results. And I'll tell you, um, I don't know if you've ever been to a homeschool conference. Oh, Jenny, I've been to a couple and Jenny goes every year, even though her kids okay. are graduated. But I'm telling you, you <laughs> can, it, I cannot tell you how many husbands have come to me, have come to my workshops and come to my table and said, you know, I wasn't for homeschooling. And then my wife brought me to this thing and I listened to you and I listened to some other speakers. I'm on board. Mm -hmm. So if you want to get your husband, you know, from point zero to way down the path, Take them to a homeschool conference. Mm -hmm. It's not hard to get them to go. You just yeah. say, hey, honey, how about we go to a homeschool conference? Maybe we can get a hotel room, you know, leave the kids behind, <laughs> wink, you wink. know. Yep, Grandma wink, Grandpa going to watch the kids. <laughs> he, will, he will be on the bus that next day. Oh, yeah. And again, I think when you're surrounded by other people who are doing what you're thinking about doing or starting to do, um, there are a lot of husbands who just like, yeah, this makes total sense. Yeah. Um, so is it easy? No. Um, um, but, but again, or you can, or sign them up for my weekly email. I send out a weekly email to lots and lots of dads. Mm. Um, they can sign up at familymanweb.com. Um, and you know, uh, I'm just a normal Joe dad encouraging <laughs> other dads in where the good stuff is. So yeah, just that little shot in the arm the weekly, yeah. right? So yeah. Yeah. What, what's the difference between the family man and the smiling homeschooler, the two different sites that you have? Yep. They're just the family man. We started family man. We've done that for about 20 years now. 
Um, we started out just to encourage dads and we homeschooled at the same time. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, that's, that's all dad driven, uh, everything dad. Uh, again, we send out, we have lots of products. We send out a uh, weekly email. We do a weekly podcast called the family man show. Um, and then, uh, we'd all always encouraged homeschoolers at the same time. Uh, but a few years ago, maybe three years ago now, we added the smiling homeschooler mm -hmm. so we could be specific just to homeschooling moms mm -hmm. um, because I, it was I was kind of conflicted there. I didn't know how to make that transition. I was still doing yeah. it. Right. But now we have a, an, an arm that we can do it all the time. Mm -hmm. People think that you're the smiling homeschooler, but that's not true. Right? That is not true. That's Ooh. yeah. That's what they'll say. Oh, they're smiling. that's not the point. The point is <laughs> that you're supposed to smile. And it's not one of those things. It's like, oh, we want you to plaster on this fake smile, even though sometimes you have to you have to make yourself smile at your kids because yeah. sometimes your kids yeah. aren't worthy of a smile. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but what we are is we're just real. Yep. And somehow talking about how hard it is and how good it is and how I don't like my kids this day and how I don't like homeschooling today, that kind of feels good. Mm -hmm. And it helps us to smile even in really stressful situations. Mm -hmm. So that's my desire mm -hmm. that moms would smile, that kids would smile and then dads smile. And we're just not smiling all the time, right. but there's an inner smile that is smiling. <laughs> Keep on smiling when I ask this next question, Todd. Okay. <laughs> Todd, do you see any red flags on the horizons? <laughs> Things homeschoolers should watch for or be mindful of in regards to homeschooling. Well, you know, I kind of mentioned at the beginning, um, I'm afraid that uh, that we're going to lose our way in this. Mm -hmm. You know, that we're just... Because again, I, I just... This is so short. I, I'll tell you, uh, you know, when we started this, we just had, I don't know, a few kids were homeschooling and, and I can remember my wife thinking we're never going to make it through, mm. you know, I'm always going to be homeschooling, mm -hmm. but you know what? We're, we're rounding the bend. Yeah. Uh, we have a 14 year old and a 16 year old, and, uh, we will only have two homeschool kids mm. left at the end of this year. And I'm going to be done. And not just done. I'm going to be done. I mean, like, I mean, I, I only have like a handful of good years left. And, but I am surrounded. I mean, you can see my screen right now. You can see yeah. all the photos in my, yeah. my whole, this office is not very big, but it's filled with pictures and drawings and every little scrap of paper my kids have ever drawn scraps of paper and then my granddaughter is now drawing my yeah. grandson are drawing and i know it won't be very long before i have to leave all this stuff behind mm. and so i just want to enjoy the, enjoy these days and my again my fear is, is there's so much pressure on us you know and we are we're seeing the numbers hugely increase in homeschooling yeah. You know, I'm afraid if we don't have that determination and that um, this is what I do, yeah. that all those are going to drift away by the end. Mm -hmm. um, because even now, you know, you start with the, if you start in elementary school with a bunch of friends who are doing it, you get to high school and, and now you're only there's only a few of you left. Mm -hmm. um, and, I, and, and again, I have talked to so many moms, so many who have said, you know, I caved in high school 
because mm-hmm. they told me I couldn't do it. Yeah. And some of them have said, you think I had problems before? It was like throwing gas on the fire, yeah. you know, and, and we had a next door neighbor whose daughter said to us, you know, and she was my age. She said, I put my kids in school and I ruined their lives, mm. you know, and I'm not saying you ruin your kids lives, but I am saying keeping your kids and educating your kids in your home is a great, great thing. So mm-hmm. red flags, I see that coming. There are a lot of issues, you know, that the public school is dealing with. I'm afraid, you know, that we're allowing them to dictate that we're going to have to deal with them. Mm-hmm. And and I'm refusing to, you know, I'm just letting my kids be kids. You know, I'm not asking them to grow up and handle heavy things early on. Um, we're just teaching them the truth. Mm-hmm. And then later on, when we have some of these conversations, when they're a lot older, they'll be able to handle those. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. any parting thoughts, you guys? I don't have any parting thoughts. I've just, I think I've given them all. Given I think them you all. did. <laughs> I mean, that was just it. Cue the music right there, guys. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us today on the Homeschool Loftcast. We hope that you do not believe the lie that you are not smart enough to hang out with your kiddos, mm. to do life with them, to model learning for them. They do believe the with lie, them. Jenny. They believe <laughs> they, they the do, lie. Just what? say, you believe it, but fight it with the truth. Yeah. Ooh, that's going to be the title of this episode. <laughs> okay. Say it again. Say the title. You believe the lie, but fight it with the truth. Right. Yes. It's true. Have a great day, everyone. Hey, you. Goodbye, everybody. Keep smiling. <laughs>